if I die tomorrow I hope you hear these words I ain't here to flip no birds or sit no serve Hope the future generations can get this urge Stay woke youngin' and avenge these nerds uh. Hey, hey, hey. Like, I just saw CMAS, like, looking away and muted, and I was like, oh, okay. Sure. Oh, okay. <laughs> right, like, well, we're... same. But right. What's going on, people? How are you? How are you? I am good. I am, I'm back uh, post my family trip for my nephew's graduation. Uh, he graduated with a whole bunch of, like, uh, what is it? He was squad leader. He was private first class. Uh, he scored really high on a bunch of like testing and whatnot, and like performed like top of his class, face. top of his class for a bunch of stuff. So shout out to him, very Thanks. proud of you. Uh, and uh, he'll be here for an extra couple of days because he's doing um, uh, assignment uh, for like an extra few weeks here. So All has right. a little bit of a longer stay. Uh, we have him a little bit longer, and then he leaves on Halloween to his next assignment. Assignment. As far as like, uh, he so he has like, uh, he has school, I believe, before he does job training, uh, for uh, what he's going into, uh, the Marines for. That's very good. Oh, what well, he is a Marine for, rather, because yeah. he's already graduated. It's oh, so okay. wild to me. This, no, that's this awesome. kid. This kid's been wanting to like be a Marine since he was like seven. Really? Yeah, he's he, he. We come from like a military family, especially on his dad's side. So like his uh, his brother's a marine. His dad's a a, a retired marine. Um, he has uncles who's an air force uh, retired. Uh, he's we got family who's uh, army, navy, the whole like the everything. So like he was just like, bet I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> it's funny because he went in there saying i'm gonna be that guy and then we had some of his people from his squad go oh so so like your nephew that goes yeah and they're like yeah he came in saying i was gonna be that guy and he is that guy okay that's freaking awesome i love very, it very awesome more power to him wishing him a bunch a bunch of success thank you i'll send it to him uh i came home on friday to a wasp in my bed a very angry wasp in my bed that i laid on because oh, obviously i just didn't so see that's it. why i was angry oh yeah he came like i i came and ruined his time and his vacation <laughs> so i laid on him and i thought i i thought i had like something sharp in my bed oh like, you oh, felt it okay okay oh i i fully like i ripped off clothes and just passed out or attempted to and then your man's went across my back and I was like, what's that? And then decided to move and just be more irritated. And I was like, yeah, no, like I genuinely freaked out. And I was like, so I'm going to grab you. You're going into the toilet and get flushed. Sorry. You grabbed it by by your hands? Absolutely not. Okay. Uh, uh, Container. Container. There's a joke somewhere in there about um, bed and a prick, but I'm just not going to do it. Not. No, there no. is not. But no. no. Hold on. <laughs> Want to say the hello, hellos? What's going on, Pong? Uh, I caught bits, like very bits and pieces of, of shows this weekend. I was so out of it because I was so tired from just traveling uh, this weekend. But shout out to you for uh, the shows, and I hope you guys had fun over there. And then, what's going on, you go? Hey, welcome, you go. welcome, happy Tuesday. 
Come back so to Funk Attack on Tuesday. For real, for real. He's always supporting all of us. He was Yo, hanging out with us on guy, Saturday. Man. Absolutely. Uh, v, what was your weekend like? What'd you get into? Um, well, Saturday we had an episode of TV. Uh, hey, welcome back from hiatus. Yeah, yeah. We we were talking about celibacy. <laughs> yeah. Yo, y'all um, coming in with a hot topics, yo. It was an interesting topic that kind of spewed to different things. Um, okay. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, I've been spending a lot of time organizing and decluttering, though. So outside of that, um, getting your Marie Kondo on. I'm gonna pretend I know what that is and say yes. Oh my god! I, you gotta look her up now. I forget you, you look don't her know up now. a lot of references, but that yep. was one that I thought you would get. You you, uh, you probably would appreciate Marie Kondo. No, it's 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 more of a you gotta, space. You gotta watch. It's a it's a Netflix show where she just like. Oh TV, yeah, Netflix. Like... I'm lost on. If you guys don't tell me, I'm never gonna watch. If it's Hulu, Prime, and Disney Plus are where I live. Seabass, get that. that out of the camera. Seabass, <laughs> what was your weekend like? And uh, welcome back. Uh, we know you weren't here the last yeah. week. Uh, we held it down despite you not being here and getting names wrong. How are you, sir? Well, I've been building up the dad jokes and the bad jokes for the show while I was away. So oh. preparing as it's, you know, I'm going to give you double the dose. Like, no one asks. No one wants it. I no, we don't. I mean, it's fun, no, it's fun don't. to Tuesday. Oh, no. We spent most of the day. Really? That's interesting. Okay. So what was I say? Oh yeah. No, I just spent the time like unpacking, moving from one place to another, as you know. And now I'm in the new office. I'm just chilling. It's just, it's just, just I just relaxed on Sunday. My body was like, my body was just on fire. You go. Does anyone know the answer? I don't think Seabass knows the answer to that. He just does. I'm reaching things. out. Hugo, I'm reaching out and touching someone. If, if whoever. Don't touch somebody. <laughs> Listen, we're going to get so many copyright and, and legal claims on our videos now because you're saying wild shit like that. Let's not. You want to um, know what's wild? Go ahead and do the announcements. <laughs> it's so great. It. Yes, let's go ahead it. and get in there. You missed it. It was beautiful. <laughs> oh, my God. That was That's painful. I'm making up for it. Hey, wait, 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 wait. Come on. Like, why is this thing not loading? I'm bringing him in anyways. Bring him in. Come in. Come in. No. Come in, you there. What Come is in. going on? Oh, there Come he is. Come in, you there. Come in. Hey. There he goes. Because you you're not going to miss announcements if we got to sit through it. So do you. Wow. <laughs> <That's so funny. laughs> Damn. Make sure you just Fuck subscribe. Fuck my Twitch channel right now. I'm a, I'm a hiatus. Uh, Even if he's not a hiatus, go subscribe. Subscribe. That was back on TV. Buy my I book. was back on TV, as you guys heard. They are back. Subscribe to Lost Channels. Just give him the support. Buy his book. Buy his shit. Go over there and watch TV. They had some fun conversation about celibacy. You missed that tone. Um, we were discovering that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, am I coming? Am I coming in on delay? No, 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 no. You are perfect. I was the- okay. Don't, so you don't guys have to do that. If you're gonna do it, do it right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the ghost flicker is. It may be, you know, the house ghost. He's been chilling, so I don't know. <laughs> um, but y'all are on a stutter, so I'm going to miss the rest of these announcements while I restart my computer. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go enjoy. Go enjoy. Enjoy right. those extra you know, few minutes. You, 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 yeah. enjoy, enjoy, I, it is sending out an SOS, Hugo. It is. Send out send out the seals. It is. It's, it's, please. The, the house ghost is like, oh, I'll my God, back. not announcements. We can wait for your tone. 
What we feel for the announcement? No, or you just, can just do uh, it. Get it get I'm done. doing it. Get it it's wrap done. this shit up. Make sure you guys are checking in um, Concrete Combat over there at Bonet Studios. Go over to the waywardraven.com for We Suck at Comics. Um, they're also going to be at Comic-Con this weekend. So anybody who has at New York City Comic-Con, make sure you're yes. checking out Wayward Raven. A they're going to have definitely physical copies. A bunch of the homies have been on the podcast will be at Comic-Con. Go show them love and support. It's they're also be, going to be at New York yeah. Comic-Con this weekend. And if you're part of the Creator AfterCon Discord, um, if you're going to be there during New York Comic-Con weekend, there's going to be an announcement of a bar that a lot of us are going to meet up on Friday night. Nice. Stay tuned. Um, wait, what's the wait, next wait, one with Deuces Cascade? All, all crap. See, Bass is back this week. I should voice my opinion. <laughs> Told House Ghost. <laughs> oh, that should be a shirt. Told House Ghost. <laughs> oh, man. I, I believe the, the next episode is an actual play of the podcast for the Mooses Cascade. We have stuff in the works for when the anniversary, which is Coming up very soon. I think it's like within the next few weeks, we have the three-year anniversary of the podcast for the Medusa Cascade. Uh, so be on the lookout for uh, a bunch of stuff on socials for that. Um, look out uh, the website, all that good fun stuff. This past week, Tommy dropped a little bit of like a lore NPC spotlight uh, nugget, which was just so, so good. It, it was a very well done uh, spotlight on an NPC that we briefly met in the campaign and, and everyone was like, oh, oh. So uh, if you guys aren't caught up, please go do so because we're almost actually at a point now where the ARC episodes are are going to catch you up to real time, in actual time. Ooh. ooh, And also, too, when we start to hear about Kyver's wild shit. So, Also, oh, we are getting in the thick of that shit. Oh, my God. Also, to make sure you guys are checking out Catch the Craze. Catch the Craze is over there on Tuesdays, um, right before our show. They go in at 8 a.m. They do their hour. Uh, make sure you're also subscribing to Lucive's new um, Lucive's album, The Motive, over there at Spotify or wherever you listen to uh, music. And then uh, make sure you're checking out Pong over there at the Sin Shop every fr- Monday and Fridays. So he was doing um, the Robot Fighting League. And then finally, catch our friends over there. At the Four Letter Nerd on Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shout out to do. Mike for stop uh, stopping by last week and uh, stepping mm-hmm. in for Seabass. That was fun. Tag. It's always good to have a little bit of mayhem. A little bit of thunder, a little bit of lightning. Sure. And and with a little bit of thunder and a little bit of lightning. A little bit of blunder? Blunder. There we go. Blunder. <laughs> Pong, wow. you already know oh, what it put is. Down there. Put you it already know on the list, Pong. A little, a little yeah, bit a little of blunder instead of thunder. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. get it on there. That was just pure laziness. I am sorry. No, I'm not. No, um, it was anyway. It was... <laughs> wow, <laughs> shit. I mess up words. That's what I do. But without further ado, oh, he's wait. returning back to the show. You blunderstruck. There you go. Fine. Yo, coming in hot. <laughs> We love yeah, you for it. To to you about shirts. But returning to the show, he is the other Tony, the Tony with the mustache. Give it up for Tony James. Hey guys, hey. welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Welcome and welcome back, Tony. Yes. Now, now everyone is correct and all is well in the world. Good job. That was a <laughs> quick you guys restart. Are it is. Away it from is. Tony, Tony, Tony. What's up, Tony? How you doing? What's up, man? How you doing, man? You know, hanging in there, hanging in there, one day at a time. <laughs> Tony's actually Tony J is actually one of the creators you're gonna get to meet this uh, this weekend over there at Comic Con. You're excited for this weekend, aren't you, brother? 
Yes, man. I'm trying to I'm trying to beat this coal right now, so I have some higher energy on Friday. Oh, yeah. hop up on that orange juice, and then you go to the con. You get your con cold, and you know you'd be good to go for the holidays. You know, there you go. <laughs> you get it early in October, so that by, by December you're Take good to lots go. of ginger tea. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Rub some Vicks just all some... over you. You know, you Vicks fixes everything. <laughs> just, just, just... We're gonna just give you the Puerto Rican remedies. Just. <laughs> Just beer and hot wings. We got you Friday. Just, uh, <laughs> get some, get some Spanish grandma to give you some sancocho soup. Rub Vicks all over it. You'll be fine by tomorrow. Have a little bit of Sprite on the side. You're good. Oh my god. Uh, sure. Right. No. Stay away from the Sprite. Tell me I'm wrong. But oh. Tony, it's been a while. What have you been up to since we last saw you? Uh, since you last saw me, uh, I was I did a um, a follow up Indiegogo campaign because Start War did really well on Kickstarter and people kept messaging me, so I did an Indiegogo and I raised like four k on the Indiegogo, uh, and then we made awesome we made, we, uh, we made the book. There it is, right here. Nice. Uh, and then now we uh, we jumped in with the second book, um, and uh, now we have the Kickstarter for the second book that's live right now. Yep. Kickstarter very link nice. is in the comics, guys. So yeah, you've been busy. I wanted to congratulate you on Starno, which was a great read. Um, I love the art. Um, very bloody scene for those who don't know. So you definitely want um if they want to get a copy of number one, where can they go? Uh well, right now it's it's through the Kickstarter. Uh you okay. can actually get both both books together. Uh so yeah, it's, it's through the through the Kickstarter right now. Or if you happen to find me at Comic Con, I'll give you one. Nice. Just, 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 just buy him beer, Vix, and um, emergency this weekend. Yeah, <laughs> all, of, all of those things. Yeah. No, but yeah, you're going, you're going into number two. Um, number one was very successful. So successful went right to Indiegogo, and again, getting to read the book. Um, I like the dynamic that you create with the detective that you have there. Um, especially, it's like it seems like he's going through his own things and issues. You, you, you lay a lot of little nuggets in there in that first issue. With obviously there's something wrong in his past. He solves um cold cases, and then now he's been partnered with someone, and then it's like this whole little nice surprise of who the partner is. But it's um it's it's a pretty great first read, and the artwork is beautiful. So guys, definitely check out that link in the Kickstarter. I put number two there. Um, so and again, you're getting a great um follow up story with this. The the new art is even better. Um, I it's all, it's all on the Kickstarter, so you can check that out. Looks beautiful, actually. Uh. Do we have a page up yet? Seabass, can you pull up a page for it? I have the page of the current book. If you want to see the current no, book. No, no, I was going to uh, say pull up the Kickstarter so we can take a look at that. I got you. I got you right now. I'll pull up the Kickstarter. We'll take a nice little gander at this. Let's go here. It's coming up. So you know what? Let's sit. I just don't want to slow up over here. Gotcha. From book so one to book two. What major differences are you like looking to bring? I'm sure you know we're getting uh, obvious story progression. You said the art got way better. Are there anything that is there anything from the first book that you wish you did that you're now doing in the second book? Uh, no, because uh, we we really kind of made this a really tight story, and we have all of these scripts written, so we're just basically just running the play that we have we've been planning for the last like couple of years or so. Gotcha. So it's um it's really just just tightening some things here and there, but all the major beats, everything that we want to do for each issue is still in place, uh, and it's the same team. Um, so yeah, everything's been uh, been great. Nice. So I just want to show here now. It's finally popping up. Give me a minute. 
Got the Kickstarter. <clears throat> Look at you. Basically halfway there with 37 days to go. You are going to crush beautiful. this. Yeah. <laughs> like, oof. Jesus, already halfway there. That's beautiful, bro. Again, that's yeah, uh, like I said, it about this uh this point in the campaign last time for the first book we were at like 22% uh and now we're like 46%. So we're we're doing really great. I mean the first day was was kind of incredible. I mean going from like a book one that made $700 in one day to making like $2500 in the first day. Nice. Well no, it's a, it's a really good book. Um definitely um and again it was it was great kickstarters to support. It's one of the many that um we've had the on again you covered. And like I said, I was sitting down there, I'm looking at the artwork, the story. Yeah. We definitely captured the era in, in the writing with this book and all that. So those who love pyramid pieces too, yeah. period pieces, this definitely captures that era of I believe it was the sixties you covered. Um, you right. definitely got a lot of that sci-fi aspect that's in there as well, that's sprinkled in there. And and and, and again, you give enough to the reader where um you, they're kind of getting an idea where this is going, but they, you still want more. I yeah. love the well, whole gangster you, element. Yeah, you could you could play the the video. It's a minute long. We do like a previously on, and it kind of breaks it breaks down the whole story in a really concise way. Let's see, does it play? Just to give you, it's a new setup. Do you hear anything? I I don't. I don't no. hear nothing. Technical Tuesdays for everybody, man. No, I'm on a new setup. Um, no, it's usually probably. it's usually a Mac thing when uh, Mac's uh, screen share. No worries. Well, I'll, no worries. I'll I'll tell you what 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 happens. So, so the the second book picks up right where the first book left off. I mean, it's literally the same day. Like it's it's like like early morning at the end of the first book, and then we're like we we uh, link up with the two detectives uh, in the afternoon. Um, Alan, the main character, the main detective. Uh, he's trying to uh, kind of explain away the alien encounters that he's seen up to this point. Uh, and then he meets uh, a club singer named Stella Belafonte. Uh, and she has her own sort of sci-fi. I love secret. this pinup. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, and uh, you can tell by her eyes that, well, you know, what her secret might be. Uh, and that is a pretty, pretty tense encounter that, she, that uh, Alan has with her. And, uh, that coupled with learning more about uh, Patrick Perkins, the guy who uh, died in the first book or in the opening scene, um, that really kind of solidifies that uh, what he's seeing is is real, um, and he needs to uh, start, you know, accepting that reality in order to solve this murder case. Hmm. And again, it's number one gets you gripped in there. So again, I'm excited that you got number two coming out. Um, again, as we just showcased, the artwork is very beautiful. Um, guys, the Kickstarter link is in the comment section. Make sure you guys are going there, supporting the Kickstarter. It's already um, halfway there, um, about 46%. Um, and definitely, this is a good read. If you've missed the first book, by the time the Comic-Con is done, you're going to be looking gonna, at a lot of push. He's going to be lit. Yeah. He's um, be lit. What's great about this Kickstarter is that if you've not read the book, the, uh, the first nine pages are available right on the campaign page. You just click the link right there, and then you get to take to a PDF to read the first nine pages. So you can just check it out for yourself. You don't have to take my word for it or Sebastian's word for it. You can kind of really see for yourself. No, nice. take my word uh, for it. It's you can't really, really trust book. Sebastian. You know, I can't trust him as far as you can throw <laughs> Right. <laughs> and I, I, can't throw, and I can't throw him that far, you know, so. I, I buy my <laughs> friend's beer. Stop it. 
<laughs> no, but it was um no, it's 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 just awesome. See, um, like I said, we we were joking in the background, knew you with before you had the mustache, but it's like this has been your project that you've been really honing and working on for a while now. Seeing it now, you got issue two coming out. Again, I just want to congratulate you, brother, and can't wait to see you this weekend over there at Comic Con. Yeah. Um, and just getting the word out there even more about this book. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been really exciting, really exciting. The uh, the response to it um, has been really awesome. Damn! You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow! God from the gun. Yes, oh, love it. That's fine, Hugo. No beer and wings for you. See us, see us. Say the word he just put. I just wonder. Announce it. Half the time it's laziness. Come on, we've already established that. I know it. You're almost looking like Harrison Ford. I love it. I love it. Pick Han Solo or pick Indy. Just shooting from the hip. Oh boy! So we got a great episode tonight because we're covering Ahsoka. We have Tony James um, coming up. Ashoka, yep. Ashoka. A smoking a pancake. Oh, is it? Ahsoka, like A H S O. Yeah, I. I'm I'm just bad at saying stuff. Don't worry. It's it's fine. It's fine. Just let it roll. Just let it roll off the tongue. It's, it's as bad as when I was saying the names of Game of Thrones. But Law, you might like this one. Um Elof Roth says he wanted his Borderlands movie to keep the spirit of the games and say it's bananas. No, he doesn't. He's a liar. Um he's still a liar. talking about this trash ash movie. That's he's a liar. Because then he would have gotten the casting correct and not done so, so apparently abomination he, he, fucking. He, he had the creator of the right he had the creator of the game, Randy Pitchard, actually entertain some of his ideas. They get the what are we talking about right now? No, just some quick, how, quick how, nerd how news. much I'm not gonna watch. I'm looking forward more to uh or more more at I doubt the, it, uh, the Five Nights at Freddy movie that's coming out. I'm looking forward to that way more than I am for Borderlands. Also, too, rumors of the following of the names that were the titles for the episodes for What If. We're going to get Peter. We might be getting Peter Quill attack Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Cole uh, reshaped the. I can't even say that name. Hella found the Ten Rings. Iron Man crashed into the Grandmaster. Happy Hogan saved Christmas. Captain Carter fought the Hydra Stomper. The Avengers assembled in 1602. No, no, no. We are getting them this year. Um, and it, I know the first one is essentially the cut episode from season one, the Gamora one. Because mm-hmm. you know how she shows up in the multiverse things. We're like, girl, where were you? And it was like, oh, budgets. So <laughs> we're going to get her story of how she got there in that first episode. And then um, the Captain Carter one is supposed to be like uh, Steve Rogers is essentially Winter Soldier. The, uh, the the whole the buster is, I think, is Soviet, Sovietized, which isn't a word. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So those yeah. are going to be fun. And then finally, I wanted to touch up on DC news. Gail Godot and Jason Momoa won't reprise their current roles in the DCU. But Momoa is in talks. I didn't know. I didn't know Wonder. Them. I didn't know Wonder Woman was from District Twelve. That, that's. <laughs> I didn't know Gail was Wonder Woman. <laughs> so none of the none of the Justice League members are reprising their roles. That's been confirmed. But, but uh, they are also looking at Jason Momoa as Lobo, which, which we've been asking better. for since before better. he got cast as Aquaman. Because I, um, I honestly love him as Aquaman, but he's an underutilized Aquaman. And he's not 
he's not. I want. Or we can just go with brand new people and scrap it all. I I I'm here for him as Lobo, but I also would rather the Aquaman that we had in the Justice League with the blonde hair who hates people, no matter if you're from the sea or if you're from land, and has a hook for the hand. Give me him. We do want the hook for him. Old, Yo, old man, he was that old, guy. Old man, old man, Aquaman. But yeah, that's just the geek news right there. Just a little bit of stuff that's going on out there in the geek world. But um, Val, what are we talking about today? Come on. Ahsoka. Val's been waiting for this. <laughs> Yo, for real. Uh, for the, fact that, the fact that we talked anything except Ahsoka the last few weeks it's has so been de- driving her nuts. <sighs> you guys don't understand. Like, First of all, you guys know how much I love Star Wars and then the Rebel series and how invested I was. And now Ahsoka, which gave me everything that Rebels had and then some. And what are we doing? The last five episodes, right? Doing everything. Let's just do let's just do a a show a retrospective, if you will, so that we don't need to go down this rabbit hole of which episode did this, which episode did that. Let's just that talk about how we felt about the show, how Hayden Christensen is coming back into the fold, and we need to see him, him some so more. Yes. He's, he is getting the appreciation that he deserves, he deserves. now. Deserves. Oh, um, my God. How Thrawn was fantastic. We got some death troopers. And then, yes. you know, we also, yes. and then we're the, really going in on this Mortis Gods thing, which is yes. really, which is very cool. And, I will say we were talking about it before uh, and how we felt the Marvel shows and the other Star Wars shows were very much like, uh, fuck you, watch everything and enjoy. And Dave Filoni really just said, hold my beer. Fuck you, watch everything so you can really enjoy this because we are going down the rabbit hole uh, as we go into Ahsoka season two, the Dave Filoni Star Wars Avengers movie, as we finally <laughs> uh, figure out what is happening with the with the First Order before we get into the the trash sequels, as I call them. So um, yes, so let's do a retrospective of Ahsoka Rebels season four, season five. I'm not sure. I'm sure VMac will correct me. And let's let's get to it, VMac. You wanna you wanna kick us off? Well, I have to say my favorite episode was definitely episode five, where we see Ahsoka in the world between worlds, and we also get Anakin's Force ghost. We know, Aurelis, you've been waiting for Ezra for <laughs> Yo, years. For years. <laughs> I, um, Since Mando season awesome. one. Right. Been, I'm waiting. To, I want to see what happens. Now that they brought him back into this galaxy, where does that go? What happens to him from then to where... The the what's the the order is first, first order, order take comes order. over or whatever right these idiots so I, I'm exactly. I'm really interested to see I wonder how if Ezra ties into at some point Luke rebuilding the Jedi Order or how that works so if they tie that in that'll be pretty dope um, but getting to see the episode where you go back in time and you see young Ahsoka in the battle, uh, in the Clone Wars battle, and then also in the battle on the Mandalore. And that that gave V-Mac, me... let me ask you something. Did you die on the inside when you heard Anakin call her snips? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for her to say fly guy. I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. 
<laughs> for those who didn't wonder, violence. My emotions, uh, emotions. Uh, for, for those of you who, who who were watching the Clone Wars and grew, for for six seasons and then waited years and got your seventh season, you know that was for you. Yes, it was so great. It was so great. That episode, he's like, I wasn't in this in this war. He's like, this was after I left you and the battle for Mandalore. I mean, it was just a good moment seeing Ahsoka's character really grow and come to terms with, I think she's been so shut down because of how that happened. The last time she seen Anakin was, he was already Darth Vader when they faced off in Rebels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, she couldn't bring herself to really fight him obviously, because he's her master. So it was interesting to see also Thrawn's reaction to finding out that he was her, she was his apprentice. Um, mm-hmm. One and, and what that means entirely, I need to know more about Thrawn's relationship with Darth Vader or previously, when, if he even knew who he was when he was Anakin. So um, I'm going to research that. That's something that I don't know about and I'm interested to finding that out. Is, is it a thing where when There's a book by Vader... Yeah, like, there's a book by Timothy Zahn that there is a mission that he did with Anakin, as well as time frame that they were together at while he was Vader. Well, so, well, I was gonna ask more so like, is it one of those things where everyone knows Anakin became Vader, or no. only a handful of people like have that I think, information? I think he got rid of everyone who knew, but Thrawn is smart enough to know without actually mm. being told or. Putting and it even, to the to that he knew, and even right. Leia, Leia, like it's like I told you, like we were talking before, like they leaked that Leia's father was Vader, yeah, and that 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 essentially stopped her from running the the Senate. Like yeah, she's still a senator, bumps. like you can't really do anything about that. Mm-hmm. But her, like oh, she never seeing C three PO, um, yeah, seeing C three PO was uh, great. She wasn't running the Senate like she could have because mm-hmm. they they essentially blackmailed her and. Not blackmailed her, but they leaked that Darth Vader was her father, and it was a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so Tony. they did keep it really, really hidden. Yeah, Tony, chime in. Tony, chime in because we want you to, like, you know, this is your first time on the yeah, show. Don't talking let about me this, over Come on, give us, whole, <clears throat> give, give us your whole. Give us your whole thing. I'll I'll keep it hundred and ten percent. I like so <laughs> I like Star Wars. I don't love Star Wars. I like it. Uh, I think the uh, Ashoka series. There are little details that I'm super into. Uh, I like that there are white lightsaber crystals. I feel like I haven't seen that since the video game Knights of the Old Republic. Um, so that was pretty cool to see. Um, I loved episodes four and five. Um, those were those were uh, the most interesting. Um, but I feel like I really identify with, um, oh, like the actor from Kim's Convenience. He plays like Captain Teva or something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, has, he has a great line in episode five that I just really just sums up like my experience of watching it where he like asks about the kid who's force sensitive and then the droid explains it and he goes, okay. I just like, <laughs> you know, it's like it's, it's, it's something you're like, all right. So they're, they're flying whale squids that have interdimensional travel and we don't know where we're going. Okay. All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's go. That's, 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 some, that's yeah. a star Wars for you. Are you talking about Huang? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. He's no, no. the robot. Uh, um, no, no. The, 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 uh, the, he's the pilot that we keep seeing in every like Star Wars. Uh, oh, 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 okay, okay, got it. Yeah, he's uh, he's with them when they're when they're searching for uh, Ahsoka in the, in the water. 
I like how you uh you you reference Kim Convenience because that's where I know him from too. He's awesome as um Appa. You know, it's <laughs> funny. It's funny. Like uh, my my girlfriend and I, we watched that show so much that when he appeared and he was doing like not the accent that not we're on, it, it felt like he was doing it's a weird. Bit. You're like, stop! What is this? At? What are you doing? Come on, do the real. Thing. <laughs> but it's funny it's because watch it's Kim's convenience. Yeah. It's funny though because it's like Kim's convenience um star uh, has Sima Lu, and it has the actor who plays Appa, and now. They've gone on to play into um, bigger franchises after Kim's Convenience, which had like about I think three seasons on Netflix, which was really good. But uh, no, he's he's it's the joke is going around that he's essentially becoming the Wong of the Star Wars universe. That he's just popping up all of a sudden out of nowhere. I can see that. I, I'm yeah. I'm I'm a little bit disappointed that we we didn't get um why the big guy the purple guy that from Mando um. Oh, Zeb. Oh, yeah. Zeb, thank Zeb? you. Yes. I'm mad they didn't give me Zeb in this series. I thought he would at least at I thought some Zeb point was going to roll up in the next wing, man. Well, I thought so too <laughs> that, because yeah. he's in the Rebel Army and he's with this guy. So I'm like, why would And Zeb then they not show, show they clearly show him on that wall like that mural. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, cuz uh, that mural is in Rebels. Mm. Sabine painted it. So you hint him in Mandalorian, but you don't bring him in an actual show that all of his co-cast members are in. I, I, might, was, I was upset about that. They might bring him later on because it's like with everything, how it's going down, because um, it doesn't seem like Zeb was a part of the same unit when they um, introduced him and reintroduced him in live action because him and I'm ah, damn it. I got to get the act. What was the yeah. actor's name again? Um, For Tony For, oh. um, from Paul, Kim's Convenience. Uh, Paul Sung Hyung. Paul Sung Yoon's character, um, it doesn't seem like him and his character were part of the same unit when he got drafted to go help um what's her face with the that who um what um Winstead's character plays. Um well, you know who the green Talik or something Hera. like that. Hera. So it just Plot. seems like they're part of different units. So <laughs> yeah. So we and probably I will get him later as Everything's going down. Ezra's reunited with her, and you know now this threat of throngs coming back. So he's he played Iroh from yeah. Avatar: yeah. The Last Airbender. Mm -hmm. Oh my yeah. god, I did not know that. He took uh, over. He took uh, over. Uh, yeah, he took over for. Um, if I'm not mistaken, he took over for the original voice actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He took over. Tony, yeah, you were gonna say something. I just pulled his IMBD. That's oh. why. I Oh, um, another thing that I, I liked was uh, seeing Anakin with a young Ahsoka, and it really just took me back to the the Clone Wars animated mm -hmm. show. Um, so that was that was cool to see. Um, and I didn't know that that actress that plays the young Ahsoka, she was uh, Gamora, the, the young yeah, Gamora, Gamora in uh, Infinity mm -hmm. War and in the she Barbie was, movie also. Yep. she was in the Barbie movie, young um, young Gamora. So she's she's getting roles right now. So she's already been in three major franchises, um, which are counting this one. So it's like, yeah, and that's that's Actually, a great career already started. Correction on the Uncle Iroh. So uh and I knew I saw that because I saw him uh in a video with uh Dante Basco. Uh Greg Baldwin uh took up his his uh his role after Mako died. Oh, is Greg after, Baldwin one who okay. also dresses up as him too and goes to cons? I think so. Okay. Okay. So I'm now, I'm now I'm trying to figure out uh, which version of Iroh he did do because I vaguely remember that he did. But... Did he do Iroh in that movie you don't talk about? No. No, he was not no, Iroh in that he movie. He was definitely not Iroh. He was there. not Iroh. 
Okay. Um, we don't talk. About did he do that. it as yeah, a no, voice, he, or he is wasn't. he? So see now 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 we're going to Sandra like we have to find out. We're going we're going no 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 we don't we don't we go stay on stay on the soaker let's stay, stay on, on task stay, stay on, on task. task all right okay <laughs> let's not jump down Captain Tavis past doesn't matter either exactly. way you don't need it right I need it no no we don't we don't. No, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Lead, lead on with it because you know I I gotta say this is as someone who's never saw Rebels and um it, and I know that some people were trying to give the show heat because they're like oh they're making you have to jump to watch all these other shows in order to know what's going on. You didn't need to. It was a nice jumping on point for these characters, and I would say this the same thing that um what was it the one piece live action did for me with having to go back to watch the animation which um i happily say i'm on episode 20 right now i believe um so you're not even a percent no in. not even i had a move and other shows I, no, no, no 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 oh, no one's no. no one's clowning you but like you don't say episode 20 as like in it, it ends in 24 episodes <laughs> i know because you're it's like so oh i'm in episode 20 episodes. i got four more to go you're like, oh I'm yeah in episode 20 well, i, I got 980 to go wait wait but this is the yeah. fact i said for so many years i wasn't gonna watch that show after i watched the live action i'm like oh i need to know what goes on in this universe now now i'm watching the fucking show um, one thing I, I will say because I'm totally first. getting off one piece, totally getting off one piece. Okay. Um, Ezra, so in, getting Ezra back on and seeing him in live action, I was really thrown off at the fact that there was no emotional connection. Like Sabine just traveled to an intergalactic galaxy and, and I was you didn't I was, go to hug this guy, nothing. And then when he sees Hera, there was no hugs or love, nothing. I mean it was like he's been what I mean, he's, he's been, been he's been living with the does he with, stink that bad? With the turtle, the turtle insects and growing out his beard for a couple years now. You, you know? don't hug your friend Listen, that you he's new, just he's new space Jesus. He is new space no, Jesus. No, I do like this whole uh Listen, push force Obi -Wan, thing he was doing Obi-Wan's gonna have his, his his mural on grandma's uh you know the wall replaced. I mean, but you can put Ezra on Ofenda. He looks Spanish enough. Right? Right. <laughs> Those pierced blue eyes, you know? Like, holy crap. I, I have a question. Uh, between it. the Obi-Wan show and the Ahsoka show, uh, the episodes that really seem to transcend the Disney Plus bubble are the ones with Anakin Skywalker. So why is there not an Anakin show? Um, I'm sure there will be. I, I would hope because the love that Hayden Christensen is getting right now, I think that um, and how much popularity is continuing to grow and how much people are resonating with his character that he didn't get when it first came out. Um, I think it will lead to it. Or we'll get something more. I think we. I think what would you? I think what would you? A Darth Vader show. I don't yeah. see them because we we explored Anakin's story already of how he led up to Darth Vader. I don't but even know. I can see us getting the, the the adaptations the, from the comics that we got. I would know? love that. I just don't know if Disney's gonna go full hog and do a Darth Vader show because, like, see why not? He he fucking falls. Like yeah, he, he it he, gets real dark. He gets real dark. He falls. Like what's that? What's no, that line? What's my favorite line? Tone? Oh, when all, when all the when all the other soldiers are around, I'm just surrounded by dead men. It's the best. <laughs> it's a great. Yo, there's it's very few flex. lines in the fucking history that go you that know? hard. And I just don't know. 
I don't know. I really don't know because it's like I don't need a. I need a Darth Vader Mm-mm. show. Like there should not be any redeeming qualities. There shouldn't be any light. No, it side. needs it to be literally dark. It be needs him, to be fucked up. It needs him to be him hunting Jedi. Yeah, doing all this stuff. But then, I, well, but do then you think they're gonna give us a we, Star War, a Disney Star Wars show where that, essentially I we're think, asking for what we're supposed to be getting with with? I think it depends. If, I think it depends of how Acolyte does because Acolyte's yeah. supposed to be dark side focused i and think also, the smart you know we got trinity as a as a jedi master which i'm i'm I, fucking I really here for. Just i think the smart move i think the i think the smart move would be not to do a show like you know how they're doing shows that are appearing during that time in the empire that you sprinkle vader in a little bit of that and give these moments but don't yeah. give him a show but you keep him on ahsoka um with him just like you know as a force ghost and he's just really trying to rebuild that whole thing as padawan this I is his just roaches um like can't make uh make star killer canon again and that's how we get a vader show without vader i mean it's i i that would be crazy i would introduce star killer after the fall of the empire where's he do now the empire has fallen where has he been this whole time you can integrate him easily into and I, I think that that would be a better story to tell because if you get out of that era that you're pigeonholed into having to make sure you don't mess up stuff because you know what's going on between the movies and the shows, but doing what's after because I feel like this well, is what the sh- I feel like this is what the show has done is that it's opened up a lot more room where yeah, you do have to write that we still have that new three equals trilogy, but mm-hmm. you've also opened up where you can also do other stuff away from that three cool trilogy now with this show is done with open up a different I was universe. just thinking of making those games canon again because Force mm-hmm. Unleash was canon up until what like uh, up until the all the extended um, stuff yeah all the games were canon until the extended stuff came well what would be uh wrong with like a a, a Clone Wars show with with Anakin just focusing on different battles that he did at the time before he was Darth Vader nothing wrong with that I would totally love it Tony yeah. <laughs> After I mean, what I saw, I wanted, I want it all. I mean, I mean, what they saw, what they showed uh, the, in the, uh, the the Force vision that uh, Ahsoka was having, uh, where they were showing the Clone Wars, it's like you know, I watch a whole series of of just this. I would, I would, I would love to see him come across the Bad Batch, the real life version. I would love to see him come across every single th- uh, thing that we saw in Clone Wars. I would see it in live action. I want it. I'm here for it. But does that fear for me? It's that fear of oversight. Like these scenes care. would be beautiful live action, but it, it, and you could kind of do it this way. Um, you can kind of give an anthology series similar to that, where we're getting a lot of like um, different stuff, different we moments. We get happening. anthologies already with Star Wars. That I don't, we don't we don't need that. No, but the anthologies that they're doing right now, they're just it's different trash. visions of outside of the. Listen, you. Yo, Val is spicy today. I'm back one day and damn. Am I? So it's it's more so because Star Wars is your franchise. Like you, it's basically uh, Game of Thrones or that universe, Star Wars, which tones that degree too. But like tone will drop those two for Berserk and like. Die on yeah. that hill before he dies on anything else. Game of Thrones Ooh. is not getting dropped. Star Wars is not getting dropped. And anything Marvel is not getting dropped. Oh, and anything Naruto is not getting dropped. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm me. saying? So, like, right now, that's your, like, listen, 
Yeah, it is what it is. Smash it, smash it, right? Exactly. Uh, Which is why I don't fuck with Ryan Eric. A little bit deeper into this conversation, Uh, Hugo once asked. So about the state of Thrones ship and forces and such, I think we can determine that Pretty is on the wrong side of the galactic tracks, (laughs) Um, but also Thrones was so strained on resources. But how many space mines they put around the planet for the whales? That yeah, that was a lot. Yeah. Because it's, well, maybe they were already deter- there. I was gonna say, was it determined that, like, no? Because then there? they would have been because th- that when they first came in with the circle thing, they didn't come across that, and they came in through the same entry point. That's true. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. so That's being awful. that they already anticipated her showing because of the witches predicting it, they prepared for it ahead of time, and since his That's ultimate goal wild. was to leave. He set it up, and Thrawn is. You, I mean, you guys haven't really read the books other than Tony. I don't. Tony, did you read any of Thrawn series books? No, I didn't read it. I didn't read any of the Timothy's. That's one of those like I want to, I just never got to. Tony, did you Tony. read anything? Nope. <laughs> I've, 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 uh, I've played mostly the video games. Like I, okay. that's where my knowledge of Star Wars is. It's mostly in the in the video games. Okay. Uh, and I, and I. I, I really do like Revenge of the Sith. That's the one I, I really like the most. Um, yeah. I, I liked Anakin Skywalker when he first showed up. I know everyone yeah. was hating on him at the time, but I was super into that. Yeah, but, I um, like Kristen Hannison, not not the young kid with the bowl cut. But I'm um, touching up, like you said, Vimek, about Thrawn. It's like this, this show, this show shows Did, you say how much of a... Did I say it backwards? You said it backwards. Oh, Did you? Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, it took me a second to like. Delay. I mess up all the time. You get it, but um, no, it showed how much Thrawn. For those who didn't know him, it definitely established how much of a strategist he is. Yes, and he, even when he was like, "Don't sleep," he was like, "Don't sleep on people" and all that. When they were like, "Oh, well," it's like, "No, don't sleep on him." When he's he like, saying, he acceptable losses." I was like, "Bro, his character." Yeah. So the that, way that, that seemed he pretty legit to me. <laughs> the way he calculates his movements, and this is one of the things that's subtle, but unless you know the character you won't really know when he asked for um the witch to give him all the info she had on ahsoka he wanted to know who was her master he wanted to know where she's from what's her race he wanted to know everything because how he reads people's actions and responses or how they're going to react towards him or play out certain things is based on their artwork and culture so he studies different species artwork just so he understands how people think. And the fact that he found out that Anakin was her master, it gave him, a, it, there was a, you can see the sense of dread in him because he, he has some history with Anakin. I don't know if he has it as pre-Dark pre Vader, Vader or after, but definitely uh, Thrawn thinks 10 million steps ahead. And he was... He, there was a reason why they feared him returning when the story with heir to the empire um he's the closest thing he was worse than palpatine because he was much smarter and he was not diluted by the sense of unrealistic power it was more about controlling it in a certain way that people were submissive to you on their own terms so he was much smarter and was able to do more than what Palpatine ever did with much less resources. And and that's the thing that that, that I liked about because Lars Lars Milkinson 
Milkison played him very perfectly um, because, again, I've only seen pictures, heard of Dawn, Thrawn, read like synopsis of the character, but see him actually live in the show. It was, um, it, it was a different feeling from all the other generals, even um, who we saw in The Mandalorian, who had the Darth Vader 2.0 armor um, that, um, what's his face, played oh, um, Moth. Moth Gideon. It, it seemed like he wasn't obsessed with power. He was just like, you know what? The, 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 the long live the empire and, and it's like it just there was this different feeling you got from this character that just like it made him more fearful but also he was just very calculating i've never seen any of the other generals like well, he's not a general he's an admiral yeah and moths are different so the, the the hierarchy is admiral is what well, he was just a below palpatine and he was the only one that wasn't human but wasn't the, he Grand Admiral? So that's yes. even higher or some shit like that? Exactly, exactly. The thing is, Palpatine did not like non-human. He was a little bit racist. And anyone who was non-human was beneath him. So most of his Grand Admirals, like the old school guy, whatever, they were all human and he had them close to him, but he recognized Thrawn's intelligence, Thrawn's power, that he gave him the Outer Rim. So he used to run the Outer Rim on on the low kind of thing but he was the only one non-human grad admiral that palpatine gave so he was expected to be the next in line when the empire fell interesting uh, i was gonna say speaking of power because we really ha- we talked about him when we first talked about uh ahsoka the series but can we talk about ray stevenson and mm. like his performance throughout I love this character and I love how he was portrayed, but I don't know that I understood like how his story ended. And I wasn't sure if it was a uh, like because he had passed and like I don't know if he passed like during production or after. No, he passed after. It yeah, it was after because even even the the when they said the thank you ray that they aired at the end of the first episode, that was added in post. Okay. Production like that was added like right before the release. So my my question is like he seemed like he was on like this pursuit of something, and I don't really understood or, or not understood. I don't really understand. Mortis gods. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, the they, what? Like he's ahead, he's supposed to be a reflection of the father, right? Yeah. It was so he was I, on the statue that he was on is the reflection of the father. So there's an episode in. I think it's in Clone Wars, actually, or maybe Rebels. I'm not in, I can't recall fully right now, but where it's in Clone Wars. So Anakin goes to, he sees the father, the son, the daughter, and the son is the, basically the definition of the dark side. The daughter is the light side and where he supposedly sees his future and what he's going to become Darth Vader. And they show him this. He ends up, getting mind wiped so he didn't know after he left it but he was supposed to be tested there um the three mortis guards are supposed to indicate the balance of the force and he's being for some reason i'm not sure why his character is being called there or what he is on mission to but it definitely has to do with the origin of the force wielders um there so no yeah it's the they were saying that he could be being called by the mother who they said that um, the at the time she was because she had brought chaos to the force because she had drank for some well um, and then had something that was supposed to give her light and dark, but then it like corrupted her. 
Um, and so they believe that that's that's the rumor. They believe that that's what's calling to him because there's like a war that happens every few like decades, and it's the responsible for uh, ability of the mother. That was something I was just reading up because I wanted to know about those statues. And I was like, oh, okay, so that makes sense that maybe that that's the because they imprisoned the mother, and mm. so that would make sense. Yeah, they um, did. That's what's calling out. That's what's calling out possibly. To that him. makes sense. So he's there to unleash chaos. Uh, oh, that makes sense. I don't see him as someone to release chaos, but it could it could be. Well, I don't I don't know enough about power. He never said part, he was yeah. on the side of of. Ad, uh, releasing Thrawn. He never said the search that led him there was intended for the search for power. Is what he that's what he indicated. Yeah. So I don't think the intention was to release Thrawn. He just wanted to be there. So it just, there's definitely like something a, behind I, it, I, like a means to an end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so because he like he was dis he was done with the Jedi. You know, he was past that, and I think he was. I think Shin is more attracted more to the to the dark side and her ambition, and he's kind mm -hmm. of in the middle of it all. Uh, Raising the demeanor was a character of its own. The way he holds and comports himself, yes, absolutely. He like that his entire presence, like Thrawn had a presence for sure, but I feel like Ray Stevenson's like uh, just. Demeanor. I, wanted, I definitely wanted more Balin. I wanted, yeah. I just, I wanted just more of it. Tony, to TJ, how do you feel about Balin? Uh, I thought he was all right. Uh, my my favorite Ray Stevenson character is still the Punisher. Uh, that movie still kicks ass. Uh, he's a, he's amazing in that. Um, he I, is amazing Punisher. I liked his stoicness. Uh, you know the conversation that he has with Sabine to to get the artifact thing. I don't know what it's called. Um, mm -hmm. but to get it. Um. You know the way he kind of like talks to her and is, and is very just calm about it. Uh, you know, lowers his lightsaber and um, yeah, I, I thought that whole scene was pretty was pretty cool and it, it was um, just just a great performance by by Ray. For sure. Yeah. Although I, I thought Sabine was, to you guys for the Mortis Gods. I thought Sabine was going to throw that throw that uh, throw that device in the ocean. It's like what do you? Then we would lose. Then the show would be over that episode. <laughs> yeah, it'll be over, and then uh, she loses her chance to. Uh, to find Ezra, get for a friend that she didn't care to hug when she saw him. So, so I I have a theory that like the reason why she didn't do that was because she felt guilty about how like what she did to get there when she basically like abandoned Ahsoka. Could, you know what I mean? Like I that, could that, see that or betrayed her. Right. No, I can totally see that initially, and that would have made sense. But the fact that Hera also didn't hug him, I just thought that was odd. Like, why did mm. they, unless no one is allowed to touch this guy, I just thought that was weird. Well, I think they, it, I, I don't think they showed Hera hugging him towards the end because they were still skeptical that it was him until, like, he took off his mask and then it kind of just like, oh, shit, it is him. It, it felt like more of, like, a, a shock than anything else versus when Sabine did it, it seemed like guilt more than anything else. I think, yeah, I think there's a whole shock, and then there's a happiness that he's there, but he's there by himself. Ahsoka, Ahsoka and Sabine are not there. It's just there, him. Yeah, there's also that, that realization that he came, outfit. he came, but like he didn't come with the people who went to go get him. Can we, can we talk about also to Captain Enoch? 
Captain Enoch the is... Store, the, the Stormtrooper. The, the Theron secondhand. Oh, the Mr. The Goldface. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, first of all... He reminds me of a G.I. Joe. Can we, can we talk about, like, with that, the Death Troopers that we got? I was I completely forgot that I think someone mentioned it, and I was like, oh, yeah, Death Troopers, sure. I guess we'll, we'll get that. Like, I've heard of these things before, but I didn't, like, it didn't, like, actually resonate and nope, dawn nope, on me. Nope, and then I was nope. like, oh. Oh, nope. They I literally just went to town, and these motherfuckers were like, all right, Bro, let's do this again. Hobby. Excuse me? Nah. It was like, nope, 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 nah. Nope. They were y'all actually had, y'all had much better as like Death Troopers. Because Troopers are so bad, and they don't do, they're not really worth much of anything. Um, And, and the fact that death. It, when they became zombie, they became actually effective. <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's definitely a mental strategy, because if you have someone that you just killed, and a horde of them that you just killed, and they just pop up, shrug shit like it's nothing, pick up their weapons, and let's go again. That'll mess with you mentally. I don't yeah. care how strong you are with No, the it's horse. definitely a numbers, definitely like, a numbers game, an overwhelming thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it definitely did they definitely did the job. And it was cool. Like, and it was also interesting of like they had like 40 volunteers. They're mm-hmm. just like, yeah, these guys are gonna just sacrifice themselves and they're ready to go and then she had other deaf troopers that were there for a while because you even saw the decaying face under the mask mm-hmm. yeah so so for me the deaf troopers and enoch so with enoch i mean we've seen a lot of specialized troopers but all they've done is like it's the yeah, same it's armor they, <laughs> yo <laughs> you go. You go. but um no with enoch he was the first stone trooper to really that we've seen in the live action that he it's his armor's really because there was something about like with the gold and everything and the face was just different it's like it's for me it's like okay this guy is is possibly very legit he's he's trusted by throng and then when we start seeing the rise of the dart of the um when they watch those stormtroopers, that fight scene with that lightsaber scene, I'm like, oh, this is Star Wars. But then when they rose up, and even when you saw them, like um, Ahsoka, Sabine, and Ezra, like, what the fuck is going on? Like, holy, sh- it's like, oh, shit's about to go down. It, was a, it, 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 it gave a new dread in terms of type of trooper Sorry. outside of um, the dark troopers who were like the, um, at the time, were the robotic troopers that were there mm-hmm. um, that we saw in the Mandalorian season one. This was more scary because these are just now, okay, how do I kill? They're dead already. I killed them. They're coming after me again. What am I going to do? Val, did he always, or did these troopers always have gold, like, in their armor? No. Or was that, like, a newer thing? This is something that came about as he was with the Night Sisters. This isn't something that he had access to prior to. Gotcha. Because. At least not in Rebels. It reminded me of something. Uh, you guys ever heard of like it's called kin- Kintsugi? It's a Japanese when like a bowl breaks, they'll like repair it with gold, with gold. and then like try to make it mm. like it's better now uh, than it was before. It kind of felt like that where they were like, "Oh, we've destroyed you, you've you've died, or whatever the case is, but we've brought you back, and now you're better." And I was like, "Oh, that feels so wrong," because I, <laughs> I, you know, what I mean. He feels more threatening than Captain Phasma ever was. Yeah, but that's, sadly, yeah, really? that's, but that's a that's a that's a writing thing. That's a writing yeah. thing, though. Um, I know Phasma got you. Go, you go brought this up before. Uh, 
when Ezra came back, there's also the realization if Ezra's back, then so is Thrawn, and what else? So yeah, it's a, it's a lot of the realization, oh, he's here, they're not here, if he's here, they're not here, then Thrawn made it, and what did Thrawn bring? Um, right. Hold on. There needs to be more leg removal. I mean, sure. I did think that, that, that though. Yeah, I did think I, that. I think, why, I think why, anyone yeah. who's seen a zombie movie is initially you know? was like, just go like, for the sweep legs. the leg. Like I don't understand why there just wasn't enough of sweep the leg. The gold thing is also seen in He Who Remains Spot at the end of time. Oh, valid, very yeah. true, very very true. That's for next week. That is for next no, week. No, it's not. Uh, Gen V is. Oh, that's right. Oh, we're gonna wait. V, we're gonna we're gonna sit on Loki for a little bit because Gen V. Yeah. Oh man, we got a lot to talk about in these upcoming weeks. Um, oh, I, I got a lot to talk about Tech Night, so we'll leave it for next week. Um, of course, you want to talk about Tech Night. Of course, Listen, I haven't it, seen any Gen V, so we're not talking My about Gen V. So good. So, so, so what good. happened was, um, I went on Quoting Prime, Jesse, Gen v. And, Prime. and I saw Wheel of Time, ah, and it was like, two. oh, that's back. And so I started watching that over Gen V. Uh, can I can I also say I loved uh, Shin as the apprentice to uh, Skull, and that entire like uh, parallel between her and Sabine. Yeah, because every time yeah. they fought, it was definitely like uh, giving me a vibe of like I need to prove that I'm the better apprentice and that I'm in the right essentially. Yeah, you definitely definitely saw a mirroring of the bet- between between the two of them, which I thought was really uh, a really cool way of doing. It. And they each had their moments of one upping each other, mm-hmm. and now seeing yeah. now seeing Shin leading whoever these dudes are, who these samurai dudes because they look like they look like you know feudal samurais, some sa- 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 mm. people times two. Um, as, against against yeah, a little a little more a little more than that, but sure. So we'll see. I'm I'm I am interested to see what they do with with Shin um, as she goes down this yeah, path. Yeah, I, I hope they don't check off gun her and like just leave her for no reason. I don't think so. I think she's gonna have a. She's gonna be. Pro- they're probably their characters. And I'm sure they're gonna recast Ray. Their characters have a bigger purpose for their reason on this planet that mm-hmm. will have to do with the Mortis gods. Got it. Okay, TJ. At least I think. Way in TJ, where you where, where you want to see the series go? Where do you want to see the series? Uh, I just want to see an Anakin show. That's really that's really it. They're, <laughs> they offer me an Anakin show, I'm I'm in. Just you know, seven episodes. I don't care. Just let's just let's just go. Let's just hang out with Anakin for a bit. Let's just see. You know, I would like to version see. Of Anakin. Uh, I would like to see him after Darth Vader, after he becomes Darth Vader, but also where he struggles in his own internal struggle between light and dark. Mm-hmm. And where he may have hesitated, like he hesitated when he confronted Obi Wan. He hesitated when he confronted Ahsoka in the times that we've seen him. So, I'd like to see his internal struggle more. Mm-hmm. Just as long washing. as he just as long as he doesn't have the uh, Padawan rat tail, we're good. 
I don't want. I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I think I, think I we're don't past want that. rat I think tail. I think we're definitely think we're past that. Yeah, yeah. We're, they're not giving us that anymore. <laughs> yeah, no. His yeah. Obi Wan flashback was like he looked really old, but he had the Padawan tail, and it was like I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they chose to not de-age him for that. Like they that de-age no everybody they did a little bit, but um, not enough. Yeah. <laughs> um, I did. I did like the way. I want they, to uh, see him. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see his nemesis sand. <laughs> oh, Lord, and then we have, uh, I think it was interesting how Sabine's moment of using the force was reminiscent of Luke in the ice cave. Yeah. I did not think about that until just now. Yes. Because absolutely. at that point of Luke's journey, he was still very early in learning and he didn't have old Obi-Wan anymore. He had no teacher. And he's just mm -hmm. trying to get by until Obi-Wan tells him, hey, go find Yoda on Dagobah. Um, so it, it it's very different with his path and what Sabine's path is. Mm -hmm. um, I got I got I was watching a little bit of uh, Screen Crush Ryan Airy a little earlier, and I was pretty upset because he compared. Um, he says that Ezra should have never existed in Rebels um, and how they take away from the story of Luke being the last Jedi and that it should have just been Kane and Jan's or whatever. Um, and how he didn't like Ezra's story at all, and but he likes him in Ahsoka. With, and without, it's just stupid. Without even watching Rebels yet, wouldn't them existing like giving this whole like ahsoka still alive at you know and we see her have a brief-ish interaction with luke when uh when they're with grogu um you know seeing seeing uh sabine seeing ezra seeing everybody doesn't that give a little bit more weight to when luke becomes that old bitter man in the in the like that i know everyone hates but like there's a reason why he got that way. Like now he's actually the last Sucking of the Jedi kind of thing. You know what I mean? So like I don't know. Sucking on blue. Milk. I don't think that that should have been what we seen out of that. Especially okay. So when you read the books and where he starts to bring back the Jedi Order. I mean, it really starts with the twins, um, Luke and Leia's twins, and then he they had a third son as well, and they don't bring that into the Star Wars world. They, obviously, it's not canon anymore, but how he brings it all up, he really goes on search. There's other people who are Force-sensitive. His wife, Mara Jade, is also Force-sensitive. Mm. Like, for, for people to just say there shouldn't have been no one else other than Luke, that's stupid. I mean, how does the... It keeps there's re always uh, reinforcing the fact of, like, the Star Wars, like, story revolves around the Skywalkers, and it doesn't. It, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. Yes, exactly. Right. Well, that's what that's what I liked about the uh, the video games, like Knights of the Old Republic. It like it it posited a world in which like anybody could open themselves up to the Force. Mm -hmm. Like you didn't have to be born with it. We see that with I mean, Sabine. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you even see that in the new trilogy when they established that too in the new trilogy. I know we don't talk about it too much, but it's like you and you saw the little kid. He was like you know with the broom and everything. I believe it was the broom. Again, it it's just reinforcing that whole thing that you know anybody can kind of tap into the force the whole thing that luke was supposed to be the, the last i i think that that's just what fanboys want um but 
for years, mm-hmm. even before Disney got the license, and like you pointed it out, um, Val, like before it wasn't even canon. I mean, Dark Horse did a set of comics, Marvel did a set of comics, and it explored deeper into Star Wars universe where Luke was not the last um Jedi. This was always this was always stuff that was explored. It's just now that it's in Disney and it's being made um into live action, it it you're giving those who fantasize or like um what do you call it they they had this whole idea in their head of where they want the story to go but because it's not playing they want to hate on everything mm-hmm. which sucks because it's like if you go back into the 90s and even like the 80s we weren't getting stuff like that even in the early twos we were barely getting any comic books star wars stuff and now we have nothing but comic book movies, shows, all this stuff we talked about. I remember, um, and and people need to totally remember agree, this. Mike. In, in the 90s, in the 90s, Wizard Magazine used to do fan casting for X-Men, for future Star Wars movies. Oh, who will this character play in? And we all used to harp in on that. Oh, that's dope. Patrick Stewart, for the longest, was Wizard Magazine's pick to play Professor X every time, hands down. And now that we have the live action... You got too many people complaining. As I like, do, just enjoy it. Like, I would admit some stuff is trash, but the fact is this: I'm not gonna say like you know I I I we pick on everybody about Morbius, but it's like that movie wouldn't have been made years ago. And the fact that it's made now, I mean, it's it's enjoyable, it's great, but I can say that I'm happy I could make fun of it, but still sit down to enjoy it as a wait year. wait. I have to say, he just said it's enjoyable. It's great. Did he's using a lot. Enjoyable. He's using a lot of adjectives that I agree with. Where's Pong? Did you hear? Let's, it's a, that's that's it's recorded. A, it, it's enjoyable hot trash because we wouldn't have got this hot trash years ago. No, because see, you, you didn't saw, say no, that no, no, before. No, no, because if you saw what Marvel and DC were making back then, oh, did you ever see that old Captain America movie? Yes, but Marvel, but, yeah, hold but on, but we Marvel still watched was... it and 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 took no, no, it for no, what no, it no, was. No, because... That old Marvel He's stuff. talking about the seventies. He's talking 80s. about the old old Marvel stuff that was in a dumpster that no one found 80s, except Seabag. And he keeps bringing up for some reason. The DC fantastic, a, the DC fantastic much Four better movie run that was never of early superhero live action shit. No, 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 no. DC had Batman one and two, and then after that, they shit the bed. Then they also had the first Superman, second Superman. Then all of a sudden, it just started going downhill, especially when they had Nuclear Man. Okay, he he, he was saying Morbius was. Pong, he's saying Morbius was great. I don't, know. I, I don't even know. I say it was great. I, I'm no, going you to. I I'm going to bring us back. I don't know where Seabass was going. See this, I, I, I answer you goes question, or actually gives us to Val. Uh, do you know the answer to this? So is it inappropriate for me to ask where Ezra got the crystal for his new saber? Or are none of the parts there hard to find? Well, you have Huang. Huang is the lightsaber maker. He teach, he taught every single Jedi how to make their lightsaber. So he had access to all the parts to make them. As far as a that's crystal, he had the that's same an interesting... For, for Kanan, there you go. Yeah. He, he that that I wouldn't know where he got his crystal from unless he took a piece from the other saber to split it in two. Maybe I don't know. I mean, but you they think don't Hugh show Yang that. wouldn't wouldn't have some kyber crystals around. But yeah. there's a see in 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 Clone Wars. Yes, in Clone Wars, when Ahsoka goes to get her crystal, and also one of the uh, there's a group of younglings. Uh, the young Chewbacca looking one that mm-hmm. was in Bad Batch. 
yeah. he was also there as well. That group of young his lightsaber is dope, a, by the way. Oh yeah, we see him find his crystal. Like there's a temple that they have to go through. There's a trial for their to find and locate their crystal that sings to them basically, or, or and and they are drawn to because it's a more spiritual connection than you realize. And then you create your own saber, and Huang guides each youngling through that process so obviously with this new world of jedi no one's being formally trained the order is completely done so i'm not sure where the crystal the kyber crystals come from but it could it could be anywhere because they are now forested for power yeah i was gonna ask are the kyber crystals something that you can find on just a singular planet or is it something that are like a natural resource a yeah. natural resource of like a bunch of planets. I believe it's in several planets, but not many. And one of the places we see them is in um, Rogue One, where they're for. Remember when they're such, they pull out because they've been resourcing Kyber crystals out oh, of there. Oh wow! I haven't seen that movie so long. And yes. then and they end up blowing up the planet after because they don't want anyone knowing that they leached it out of their resources. Mm. Um. So. Yeah, you can find them in several places, but they're, they're unless Huang had Kyber crystals on a, on the ship, that could be possible. Seabass, we can't hear you. Can't Not hear really. You. It's not well. like you're underwater, man. It's like you're in a Beck tank. You're having your. Uh... Oh, never mind. You left. That's sound exactly like what he's Sound like with like. Boba Fett having his flashbacks. What? <laughs> <laughs> No, no. What happened to your headset, my guy? What's going on? Did your headset yeah, anyway. like die or something? Like TJ, anything else you want to add? Uh, someone mentioned. Uh, I don't know if it was a comment. Um, about doing a, a show about the dark side and the allure of it. Uh, I would love to see a Darth Maul uh, show. Oof. Um, I would, I would love to see what he was up to that that got the Emperor's attention. Um, you know that prior that he, to. Prior to prior right. to uh, Phantom Menace, like what, what I was he up to? Believe he was chosen by the Night Sisters, and and used because of their connection to the dark side. Yeah, so, I, I think that would be. I think that would, that be, would be really nice. Yeah. I'd really like to see um, Revan. I would love to see oh, yeah. Revan's. I mean, I've, that's a very old Republic, but I would love to see his rise, and then his dark side, and then him coming back. Like I, I, I would love. They should do a series on Revan. That would be freaking. They ain't, awesome. they ain't ready for Revan, man. They're not ready Rev, for. Revan. Re, also, Revan, you need like committed seasons for Revan. Yeah. Yeah. You need yeah. committed seasons for Revan. You can't just you do need like to green light the entire like run from the yeah. jump. You know, or like you got to do like certain aspects of Revan either. Re, like, and you can't do just light side Revan because then you miss the whole point. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you got to yeah. do dark side Revan. You got to do him with Malik. You know, like you got to do all that stuff and then. Uh, and then you somehow have to do the redemption that is in the culture games, and then you do the book or whatever. Yeah, that would be think, freaking awesome. Do you think some of the like the, the the characters that are in the video games, like uh, like Cal, are like? Do you think that they would appear in this in this universe at some point? I would love to see Cal at some point. Potentially. Oh I mean, and, God, and, be... and you can literally just have the actual the actor because he looks just yeah. like him. He does yep. look just like him. He really. Oh, have you guys played the newer one? It's like they. They made him even more like him. It's so freaking. Well, I have, I, I've heard good things, but the I motion played capture it. is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. He's got all his freckles. Yeah. <laughs> Do you hear me now? No. He's still no. underwater. 
Yeah, it sounds horrendous. Uh, Val, the planet that they brought uh, Thrawn to at the end, what planet was that? Dothamir. So it's that's where, where all the Night Sisters are from. Yes, yes, as uh... well as Darth Maul's people, which I have to look up their name. Their what his his species is. I thought that's where it was. I thought that's where it was, and it was funny because someone. I, I think I shared this meme myself, Zabrak, but like I, there was a meme somewhere where it said like, uh, "Star Wars has an we entire planet of there, like though, of now that goth I'm thinking about Amazonian it. women uh, who are like witches, and they refuse to go there. Bring them there, and then now we're like, oh shit, they're they're there now. Yeah, no, but these okay. So in Jedi, the Cal's game, Jedi Survivor, as well oh, as the pre. Thank you. Yes. Fallen Order. In that series, this is taking place similar time frames, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. And he meets, he goes to Dothamir. He meets yeah. a Night Sister. She joins his little crew. And then in Survivor, she's also now traveling with a former Jedi. Because um, Luke and Leia aren't the only survivors of the Jedi Order. And there's more out there than we know. So right. with that said, I mean, there's ways you can tie Cal into the Ahsoka series and also see how he tied into Luke's process of this version of him bringing back the order. takes place after um, the whole, like the original uh, trilogy. This is while the Empire is in yeah. power, yes. It's, yeah. Fallen Order takes place where they're on the run, they're being hidden, and the Empire is ruling. And okay. they have like... um. What are the um not the inquisitors? The, yes, the inquisitors chasing them. Thank you. That was okay, so it's like it's, it's after bit, it's 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 after or it's after three. It's after three, but it's after before three. before Yavin before six before the six. battle of Yavin. Yeah. Okay. So, but at this point now, this is after six. Cal is not dead. At least I didn't finish Survivor, so he shouldn't be. Um. Cal isn't dead. He's and he's very young, so he can still be alive at this point in time. And he has ties to Dathomir because of that night sister that he befriended. Mm. So and at that point, Dathomir was when he came across it, it was very much deserted, and all you had was the Brox. The Night Sisters were almost extinct. Oh wow. Right, so TJ, I mean, uh, you probably played the game more than I did, but you I, I, didn't, I didn't play Survivor. I played. Uh, I played okay. Fallen Order. Yeah, but there was a Brox in that one, and then but not a lot of Night Sisters. Where she was like the last one of her. Yeah. Group or whatever. But it was cool to see a bunch of a bunch of the Darth Maul, you know, people. Yeah. I don't know what his race is. Zabrak, Z A B R A, Dothmirian Zabrak, male. Yeah. But when you when you go to that planet in the first game and you you see all of them, you're, mm -hmm. and it's a, and it's a pretty hellacious looking planet. So it yeah, would, it would be pretty cool for live action. Yeah, I'm nice. I'm excited to see what it looks what they what they do with it. So hopefully it looks a lot like the video game. Because we're for sure doing a season two of Ahsoka, right? Like oh yeah, it doesn't no, close the door are. on. They I, cause, better. Because <laughs> in my head, I was like, this is such a weird way to end a series if this is only gonna be one season. No. Like, like I'm I went in, I guess I went in there with the same, like, oh, this is gonna be like Obi-Wan's story. Like they're just closing out a chapter for like to give more context. So then for me, the ending felt so like weird because I was just like, this feels like like 
unresolved and I just didn't like it. So like it started to like just be like, oh, I don't. Mm. Yes, that is also my question is, but when would season two come out and when would it take place? I'm hoping they pick up exactly where they left off or at least immediately within a few months when they start seeing Thrawn because Thrawn's going to have to piece together his plan now that he's back, mm-hmm. right? And we're the goal, I'm sure, will end up us seeing how Empire comes we're, back. We're probably going to see a lot of those guys that Moth Gideon was in the um, was in that secret meeting with. Oh, the other moths. Well, yeah. the other moths don't like Thrawn. So, in well, I don't know really? how they play it out. So, here's the thing because he's not human. I thought, oh, because I thought yeah, that's oh, part okay. of his big shtick is that he's the only non human. Because yeah. I thought, I thought, like, when uh, when they were having that discussion, they were like, oh, are like you're planning for the, the great, you know, Admiral to return, mm-hmm. but like, we don't even know if that's going to be the case or not. So, the 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 problem they're jealous of what he can do what he's capable of i mean at least in the books i mean obviously the storylines could change when they bring it to live action but um in the return of thrawn one of the moths they all have like this council or whatever and they all have their own little section of and fleet that they're controlling while they're fighting the republic that's now returned and no one has come close to taking down the Republic as Thrawn has. And since he was removed, he was killed in the books. But he was removed from power when they threatened the return of Thrawn. It was actually an actor pretending to be Thrawn. And people were threatened by this person thinking Thrawn was back. And they kept trying to separate themselves from him because of the power he has. Because he he's intended to be the heir of the empire. Like that's the the thought process. They fear him and they dislike him because they have to respect him even though they don't want to. You guys hear me now? Yes. 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 Hardline connection. Okay. Okay. That works. How, how did you feel about uh Hera yeah. and Jason? Oh, so I didn't I didn't like the Jason actor, but I mean, he was he was a small part of it. Um Hera I would have liked, so here's what annoyed me about that scene where he's trying to get her attention. She's, he is his father's son, who is a Jedi. Like, he was actually trained in the Jedi Order. He was actually, he escaped during the fall of whatever. This, Kanan was a good Jedi also. He hid for many years. Like, why would you not want to cultivate the power that your son has, especially now that the Republic is back? And then you completely ignore at a, up to a certain point. And it was just very odd for me how she wasn't listening. But who or would train him? It. I don't think he had to Ahsoka. Train I don't think I don't think Ahsoka's. I don't think so. From what it felt like. At this I felt point, like it, from because you said that Sabine being her apprentice only like this is a story that happened like now in the in the live action and it felt like that was like they reluctantly became a master and apprentice mm-hmm. kind of deal and then had such a weird falling out that i don't know that ahsoka would be in that space to take on another apprentice with how her and sabine were in the beginning 
my thing, but also at this point in time, remember she was looking for Thrawn. She found that Dothamir in Mandalorian. Right. You have also, so she has access to Grogu. She has access to Luke. Why wouldn't you set up Jason to be in the best position? Because Luke is here at this time. He's training Grogu right now. Like, I just don't understand why Jason isn't getting that. Might training. also just be a, a deal with Mama thing because, she's like, she's because like, Mama, like, yeah, no, I, I, well, I was gonna say, <laughs> once you once you become a Jedi, like, you're giving up that like life and not family, with this no new world. This is the thing, this is not a formal way that drain the training happened the way it used to after the fall of Ahsoka, Jedi. I don't think it's finished with her training. I think, well, I think she after. Left the order. She left the order, so she didn't finish. But because of her uh, vision on the bridge with um, Anakin, I think that was what he was said. Like, her finish her lessons. training. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, she te- left so the order before she became a master. Right. So technically, she's Sabine's master, but it's kind of like an empty, like, like again, but, like Anakin, like 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 a master, like a friend is like, she got the title, but didn't earn it kind of thing. Um, <laughs> But I think now, like, she's definitely, for sure, earned that title. I think, but in this new world of Jedi Order, after the fall of everything, that all of them are like that. There is yeah, no all... formality. They're all not completely there. And they, the, and unless you cultivate what is there, there's how do you regrow something if you're not helping also, the children who are Force-sensitive? Also, if you really look at it, because um, I think even Ahsoka was so, Ahsoka was so in it. Yeah, Luke had that, to figure that shit out he, on his own. It, 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 he, it's, he did finish his training, just not in the movies that we've seen. Yeah, but I was going to say, like, I think that um, the way how the Jedi Order fell, a lot of them, like Ahsoka and all those who survived, they're not... Um, they want their they had a necklace or something or a, a necklace. There was a jewel that came around her that hung down. It was it was it was something. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think that they're all jaded with the whole fact. It's like you know they they were at the top of the order. The Jedi thought that you know they were the head of the game, and then the way that they fell, it's like, how do you go back to teaching the same way? How do you go back to you know, rebuilding the order like that. So it's like, you know, you could understand that sense of like jadedness and, and just doing like, you know what? No, I'm just, it's, it's kind of like failed. a lot of that. Yeah. And that's what well, like, in the books, Luke fails path. at rebuilding the Jedi order because he tried to rebuild it back to where it was. And very similar to Kylo Ren's story where he burned everything down, except it was two twins that were Han and Leia's kids. And and one turned bad, and it was a. It, there's more behind it, and they kind of messed it up in the movies. <laughs> but yeah. I have a theory about the movies because I feel like that second movie really threw them in a whirlwind because they yeah. let um yeah. one of the. I, I remember being in the theater with Tone with that one because uh, the first one, the first one gave into nostalgia. That second movie, it's like whoever we know, we know it's horrible. Yeah. And, We've gone and, down and that it, road. And the third movie was just trying to clean up the mess that the second movie left. Yeah, we've gone down that road many times. But um, someone realized that having all the Jedi in one place was maybe a problem. Some something basket eggs. Yeah, I also want to. I also would think that, uh, like, look at look at the the timeline at least from the movie perspective. 
of we even see it when uh when um Anakin is talking to Ahsoka, he says, I'm not training you like like I was trained, like like Obi-Wan trained me. I'm training you to be a soldier. Mm-hmm. So like there's already this separation of like how was, someone's trained, what they're being trained for, because essentially at that Jedi time Jedi Jedi's were were trained to be peacekeepers, and right. then suddenly became like General Kenobi and like all the soldier stuff, and then it's like, but that was never That's, their like intention. Like that that was not what they were supposed to be. Yeah, you know, um, you're keepers of the peace, not soldiers. Right, yeah, exactly. And they right. were starting to become um, soldiers. It's However, I mean, if if I mean, if you play uh, the yes. old Republic you. games, you, Pong. what what? It was Ray Stevens' character called Ahsoka, a broken a bo- Jedi. A broken Jedi. <laughs> That's what she meant. Uh, she hadn't finished her training. Thank you. Okay. Uh, I do. I do like a little thing that they do with the lightsaber battles. Uh, I like the. Um, oh yes, uh, let's talk about that. Go I ahead, like honey. the slow, deliberate nature, almost like a samurai movie. Um, I I do like the fast, you know, frenetic stuff that they have in the prequels. Uh, but it was cool to kind of see something very kind of toned down, more just more deliberate. Again, it just felt like a samurai movie. Just very, very. It's all about just building up to this one strike. Yeah, I noticed I think it was that. Intentional this so time. So night yeah. and day to see like. Just the poses, just the poses. It's also, I think, Ahsoka's style. Yeah. Like, well, could be her, the actress. I mean, um, what's her but it wasn't Zarya Zarya. Thank you, thank you. It wasn't just I was going to let you try. I think was was done deliberate because if you look at every single person, and even in the last fight that she had with, um, what's her face, the, um, the, 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 the Dothamir witch. The thought of your witch. Oh, everything uh, was in like a samurai pose, the stances and yeah, everything, and it felt like Morgan we were watching. Yes. We were watching um, space. Yeah, we were watching space samurai battles, and just every single stance, and then the slowness of it, and then it sped up. It's like, um, again, the choreography was great. Outfit from her gray to white changed. Mm-hmm. Her whole mannerism and style also changed. Like I think Rosario Dawson did a great job. In showing this character grow in a short period of time, yeah, yeah, but I, but I think that's also, for, again, from what I've seen, like that shows progression with like like good writing for progression of a character. Filoni. But they did that, uh, Filoni, yeah, Filoni did that uh, with Obi Wan when he met Maul again. Mm-hmm. Like that fight, I like I, I heard, um, I think it's Sam like Woodward went talking. Like old, old- Old man, yeah. Old he, man, old he me? does the original pose that he did when he yep. first fought Maul. Then uh, he was like, "Oh, I'm not that guy." Baited Maul, and then he like switched to his other stance, and then like he switched again. He was like, "I'm not, I'm not him. Or I'm not him. Like, I'm not, I'm not the one who you met when when I was still a Padawan. I'm not the one who went through the Clone Wars because that's not me anymore either." Yeah, he tricked Maul. And then he was like, I'm Ben, like, I'm Ben Kenobi now. Like, her, I'm her, a totally different guy. So Ahsoka's um, style is called the Form V, what, was a physical demanding style calling on the user to quickly transition from a dedicated defensive stance to an all-out attack, which hence is her two lightsabers. Um, and again, according, uh, to, uh, according to, like, something I was watching or reading, they were saying that 
she started off with one blade, but because she was so good, she just gave her. She was like, "I'm just gonna pick up a second blade just because." And the other thing, and no, the other thing, uh, give, Anakin, like, give her a challenge. Anakin and gave said, that to her. He was preparing her. I think at some underlying level, preparing her to defend herself against him. And also, too, they said in episode three in Ahsoka, Zata introduces Atashi, the name of the training technique encouraging Padawans to rely on their senses beyond the sight of the, and the Force, which is very interesting because in Rogue One, we had a character who relied on um, his um, his senses rather than his sight. He was a blind fighting character. Um, uh, that, that was, was Rogue One. He wasn't, uh, a, he wasn't a Jedi. Yeah. I know you're talking. He was I know, I, I was thinking. Mm-hmm. And I, know you're thinking. I can't remember his name either. He was, it's, he was my he, favorite part. He was of, in or, John Wick Four. Yes. 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 Uh, Steve. Uh, no. He was in John Wick Four. He's been. In, he was IP man. Donnie Yang. Danny. Chiru. Imwe. Donnie Yang. Donnie. His character's name was Chiru. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donnie Yang. I don't know why, yeah, I, was, but, why I was saying. Oh, I almost said Steve. Donnie Yen. Yes. I'm one with the force. The force is one with me. Yes. He was one of my favorite parts about that entire movie. Because otherwise, was, I, literally I was one great. of my. I was a... Yeah, no, it is my favorite Star Wars movie. It's, it's the best. That, and I, think... I actually would love to see. I know they're probably not going to revisit it, but in Ben so in Han Solo's movie Solo, we see. Maul's character at the end, right? Yep. Where he's in charge of the, I think the syndicate or whatever. Mm, yeah. Not the syndicate. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the syndicate? Yeah, he's in charge yeah. of the syndicate. Yeah. And it's a part I would of. Love to it's in Rebels, right? In yeah, there's parts of it in Rebels, not a whole lot. And there's also at some point we see Maul end his chapter with Obi Wan, and they fight. They did. They did Han Solo the the movie so bad because they were first of all the advertisement for it wasn't there. Solo wasn't bad. No, it was. I'm saying how the studio did it bad. It was saying first of oh. all the aver- the advertisement wasn't there for the movie, and second, I really think that Solo would have done better as a show. I Solo really think because good. no, so so I had fun with Solo, but there were so many people who didn't like it. Yeah, there and was I so get I, why, I, but I also feel like I think it would have wanted done- the Skywalker story still. No, but I think it I think it would have done better as a show because you could have explored more into Han's um story than a movie, kind of like what they did with Obi-Wan. I feel Obi-Wan should have been the movie and Solo should have been the show. Obi-Wan was okay, but I feel like Han Solo should have been the show. Obi-Wan was a perfect show. No, no questions asked. That was perfect. Even even over the book of Boba, this this should have been the show. I think they were I think they were they were eh about the main actor who played uh solo uh which everyone gives gives a star wars actor like shit for the first time they play a character and becomes a whole just big deal me, and then me. and then we look at him 20 years later and go oh man you did so well why did we hate you just give me Donald, time. just give me more donald glover as lando but yes i i i was gonna say it. donald I glover i think a lando show i can i can honestly see that because i feel like Solo was one of those things where, like, Lando was like stole the screen. It's just because of the quality of actor that like Donald Glover is. It's not like it's not that this this guy couldn't play a good solo. Donald Glover's just that dude. There's it just showed. There's so many missions and things that 
Lando's character helped Leia and Han with throughout the entire process, I guess, that they can dive into and really make it a well-done character and show and follow his process. I mean, Lando has been able to get dropped down, screwed over, and come back up on top time and time again in his his character itself. Like, he's always found a way to get money. He's mm-hmm. always found a way to build his own little business, his own little empire. And every time you see Lando in different iterations of the stories that I've read, he's got his hands in something, and he's, I know a guy kind of guy, right? Um, and And I think he would be a really good character to build more on in the, CJ, in the universe itself. CJ, weigh in. Have you have you weigh in on Lando? Have you seen Rogue One? I mean, I know you have to have seen it. Uh, I've seen Rogue. Yeah, I've seen Rogue One. Uh, I enjoyed Rogue. I mean, One. not Rogue One. I'm sorry. Um, Solo, Solo, because we're talking about Lando. Oh, uh, no, I never, I never saw Solo. Uh, but mm-hmm. from the trailers, it looked like Donald Glover did a pretty good, good Lando. Mm-hmm. So I'm rolling through these comments. Uh, hot take. This one's for Tone. Dracula would have a harder time fighting experienced Force Masters than Guts. Mike, we're not talking Dracula and Castlevania right I'm now. I'm not doing this, man. I told you how I feel. All y'all, un- all of y'all uneducated Guts people don't read and y'all eat crayons. Wow! Oh. Yeah, damn! Came for the jugular. That's not what I said. For real. So when are we gonna get the Admiral Akbar show? Yo. Admiral Akbar. <laughs> if we ever, um, that'd be interesting. I would probably love did to Admiral see... Akbar dirty too and killed What's him. What's funny is one movie. of my students back in the day gave me a fu- pop Funko of Admiral Akbar for like Christmas or something like that, and then he drew. <laughs> like I have to find the, the the picture. He drew a picture. Of the, it's a trap. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> but it's because. Like That's we would troll each other back and forth with that line, and I think he just was like, "Bob, I want to get this for Lawrence for, for Christmas," and I was crying, laughing. It was it was like the best worst gift ever, and I love him so much for it. Yeah. Uh, it'd be a, it'd be a weird live action show if they did, did an Akbar show. We see, do you see, see it. Such, you see him we... in such small bursts in the in the in the trilogy. Yeah, I, 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 I fear for one thing of having to do that show only because if you've ever seen the Star Wars Christmas special and been one of those unfortunate people who had to watch it, you had the first few minutes of Chewbacca's family, and I believe it was either his grandfather watching um, uh, Wookiee porn in the beginning of it. Uh, we're gonna. <laughs> Breeze past that. The Star Wars. Uh, anyone Christmas else really want to see Hera without her leather Jesus pilot helmet? So, not quick, just we do her see it, but not as an adult. We see her in Bad Batch without her leather pilot and younger. Oh, because she was the kid. Yes. Yeah. I keep forgetting that. <sighs> it's okay. Um, and that's what I was cracking up at the silly dad joke. Uh, <laughs> Got it. Got it, got it. Uh, yeah, they hate me right now. Mike, where are you yeah. going? What? He's leaving. I don't know. I'm sure it's, it's, it's out there. Oh no! It's it's Mike's, it's Mike's bedtime. It's past his curfew. What did I? I don't know what that, I did. Okay. He's got to go eat some crayons. What? <laughs> I want to out there to see that is. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. I don't know what's going yeah. on. What did I pull ball. the shoot for? I don't so understand. So the whole comment section right now. All of you. <laughs> what? Behave. No, See if no, we're going to... Don't pay no mind. I'm not pulling up that comment. Oh, I'm about to compensate me right now. Yeah, y'all, y'all could thank me later. What up, bro? Dad What's going on, cuz? Love it. Dang. Oh, yeah, come God. back to you, Jack Jokes. So this is for everybody to watch later. I put it in the comments. The Star Wars Christmas special. You're very welcome. Why would you do that? Cause he likes AP stuff. Why do you like such lame stuff? I I would watch like a little bit of anime. Aren't you a fan of Star Wars? I love Star Wars, and I still have not bothered to watch that. Have you? Have you not watched every week for the last like four or five years? No, no, I don't watch bad stuff. Seven. Okay. This was 1978. This is what we got back then. I'm ignoring you now. <laughs> oh, Hi, TJ. Man. How are you? There we go again. <laughs> I think this is why Seabass has guests. So he could just watch us bicker and then be like, this is crazy, right? Yeah. I told you it's crazy. They treat me like crap over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm the bad guy. That's exactly what he does all the time. Oh, man. Listen, I, I subjugate all my friends to the good stuff. What? No, you don't. You subjugate them to bad <laughs> Subjugate stuff. to the good stuff? You're a liar. Subjugate you are a liar. Sir. Please don't use the word subjugate, Wait, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Or we Yo, could like listen, toughen it. Let's, let's try listen, to wrap up you're, because you're, he's you're, getting you're off topic. Me. Okay, all right, so we're going to do final thoughts on thank me on that one day of Wheel of Fortune where you're going to be like, they're going to ask no. you that thing like, damn, nope. Seabass gave me this no. knowledge. Nope, no, not at all. No, all your knowledge is cursed, and I wish I never knew a lot of the stuff that's come out of your mouth. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna go around the horn, we're gonna final thoughts on Ahsoka, where we want to see the show, uh, what we loved, and, and all that good fun stuff. We'll start with TJ, and then we'll uh, go to Tone and work our way around the horn. Uh, yeah, this was a show where I really was into a lot of the details, lightsaber colors, the way they fought. Um, uh, getting to see uh, Ashoka and uh, Anakin pair up again as a little re mini reunion. Mm -hmm. um, it just more Anakin. Just just bring more more Hayden Christensen in the future. That's what I want. I'm here for it. That would be nice. Done. Uh, uh, excited for. Uh, I was really happy with the show. Love the deliberate lightsaber samurai style Ronin action that we got. Um, kind of kind of bummed on how we left it really open with kind of where all of our characters are but hopefully we get a season two that kind of ties everything up as we move forward to the Filoni Avengers yeah I I had a really fun time with the show like it was so well fleshed out for someone who's never watched Rebels didn't really watch Clone Wars like I it made me want to watch those shows that much more which I will I just I literally been traveling so long I don't have time for a lot um uh but i will i promise i promise i promise um but yeah i can't wait for like what's to come i'm really looking forward to seeing uh more of at least i don't, like i know like it's not going to be ray but like i want to see what they do with his character for sure uh because i think it was so well written and it, granted that's gonna be very big shoes to fill but i think um it would be worth it to at least flesh out the rest of his story for sure and, and send that character up on a high note. Val. Um, 
Well, y'all all know that I'm a total fangirl for Star Wars, anything Star Wars, except for the trash <laughs> that Seabass says. But um, I loved this series. I felt giddy and goosebumps seeing how it tied into Rebels. Even if to those who haven't watched Rebels, I think it's well worth the watch, but you don't need it because they do well enough on this series that you can still follow it without feeling like you're lost entirely. Um, I think there are some things we need to be filled in on. Um, I'd like to know more about what happened after uh, Thrawn and Ezra was banished into this other dimension. Give us more backstory there. Um, I'm looking forward to the next iterations of anything Star Wars in this Marvel world, uh, Disney world, excuse me. Seabass. <laughs> so, my final thoughts. I'm sure. Well, I say this: I love what Ahsoka is doing for the Star Wars franchise. It's breaking a lot of stuff. A lot of. Did you reel yourself back in? Like you were gonna say some fucking off the wall. I was gonna say some wild off the wall shit, but I was like, you know what? We're 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 not gonna do it. I'm gonna behave. I'm gonna behave because I already put the Christmas special in the chat right there. But no, um, the show did a lot for the Star Wars uh, franchise right now. That I think it, it it definitely needed because um. It's opening up new avenues where the fact that we're establishing that there's a distant galaxy that galaxy as well. And it's opening up for more lore for future storytellers where now, unlike where between the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy, any story told had to pretty much work in parameters to not mess up what was going on between those two stories. Whereas this... I feel like it's opening up more for creators to come into the Star Wars universe to do more and not um, have those same restraints like they have with the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy. So with that, I feel like the story is opening more for characters and I feel that the story has done where you don't need to see Rebels, but it makes you want to go back and see what these characters went through, how they came together, but you can jump on without having to watch Rebels to really appreciate the story. They have really great, beautiful fight scenes that um, are reminiscent to watching old-school samurai flicks, mixing it with the sci-fi and everything, because with the stances and all that, it was just, these fight scenes were just very beautiful and probably some of the best we've seen in Star Wars for a while, in a while. Um... You got the sense of dread of these characters are scary, but it's like they're more than just they're they're not really they're just following what they believe. Like Thrawn follows what he believes in. He didn't essentially come off as an evil character, but it's like he's someone that's going to do what he believes in because he believes in the Empire. Is he an evil person? I can't say, but following what he believes in, and he's cold and calculating. So we, we 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 get in these little bit of episodes that we see him, why he is cold and calculating for anybody who doesn't know the character. Um, Hayden Christensen definitely um, he he he's definitely getting a lot of the burn and a love from the fans. But um, what I want to see in season two, I I hope we get to explore more of this distance galaxy. I hope we get a few little spin-offs off of this, like, you know, when it comes down to it, let's explore Earth as a story with the fact that he's in the, the main galaxy where and then Ahsoka and 
um, Valen and um, Shen, they're all in this distant galaxy to start dealing with the whole Mortis gods and everything and open up a whole big thing there. So I, I, I really feel that this opens a big old bag for people just to dive in and just starting telling more original stories without feeling like they're handcuffed to have to follow that. Oh, we have this three movies that came out. We have to make sure we land in that. So that's what I feel with the series. Okay. What Kaden, Chris, what I'm getting a lot of the burn. I see what you did there on purpose or not. Okay. Uh, so is there an upcoming Thrawn villain movie? Nothing announced yet. What we expect to have is Andor season two and the Acolyte TV series that should be coming out next Ooh. month, next year. Um, not next month. I know we're going to get there's in talks of a Lando movie, a Mando movie, and a Rogue Squadron movie. We might get a interesting. season two also. It would be interesting if Thrawn pops up in one of these series as the main villain because he was mentioned in Mando season three or season two. Right. You will see him in Mando, definitely, but you won't see him in Acolyte. He didn't exist then. Um, mm -hmm. and, and, you're not, and in Andor, also, you probably won't see him either because that was during the Empire's reign, not after. So what's what's next in the Star Wars TV show? Because the acolyte right now, acolyte. it's either acolyte or Andor season two. Right now, the schedule shows Andor for next year August. Acolyte is sometime some next year. There's no date yet. Stuff may shift because of the writer strike too, so we don't know. But yeah, yeah. a bunch of stuff got canceled also. So we'll see how so, that goes. It's gonna be an interesting year after the writer strike. But you know what? You know, gotta get that money, guys. Um, what so what are we talking week? next week? Gen oh. B. The first half. The first half, yes. Oh my god. TJ, so you've been good. watching Gen V? Uh I have not. I don't watch a lot of uh prime prime stuff. Oh uh, uh, yeah. I, I think I think I've only seen the first season of the boys. So mm. I, I'm I'm gonna summarize it for you I right will now. I highly recommend. Yeah. Gen V is a fucked up version of the X-Men. Okay, all right. Well, I mean, the boys was a fucked up version of the Justice League. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. That's that's actually that's actually accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the X Men the X Men notes aren't as prevalent in the Gen V show because they're using as they're really doing a lot with uh, college and student the shit a lot of students deal with, and they're just like blowing it up uh, as the boys, which is what the boys TV show does. It kind of takes comics and business and blows it up to to that we're in the in the actual comic run yeah the uh the uh the g-men as they are called are a parody a very dark dark parody of the x-men um so it's inter interesting they decided to go away from that which is fine i think it was much better than what they're doing is much better than what is happening in the comics but i also feel the show is are one of the rare occasions where they are better than the source material. Like they're both good, but I the show is better than the source material. Huh. Okay. All I gotta you say is that, me just now. I was about to say I don't know if I want to watch that. All I gotta say is this: is that my X Men. When you yeah. told me some of the characters' tone and with Tech Knight, I don't. I, I I remember you telling me about Tech Knight, but I don't think I was ready to see Tech Knight, and I don't think I was ready for, for this episode. And I was like, 
Wow. Okay. So I'm, there's I'm just a lot, of a lot of fun with this uh, with this series. Yeah. I wa- yeah. I watched uh, a lot of it on the plane uh, there and back. And I remember watching the first episode. My sister had already watched the first episode. And, like, the first few minutes happened. And I turned to her, and she was like, yeah. <laughs> I was but like, okay. Show, but Genevieve does the same thing, just like what the boys did with his first episode. Genevieve is like, oh, this yeah. is what you're going to fucking get. Here you go. Yeah. I was like, I Listen, y'all know me. Yeah. I love a show that establishes in the first few minutes, this is what you're going to fucking get. Buckle up, buttercup. Listen, all I got to say is that episode one of The Boys just gives a new meaning for chopped cheese because, you know, Huey's girlfriend. We're not going to get into it. We're not going to get why, into it. Why do you like bringing up old jokes, one? And that's so, like, 80 years ago. That was in Parkchester times, man. <laughs> See <laughs> you, you gotta bring it back. Take us out. Wait, before we go out, Tony, tell us about your new project coming up, and then we are out of here. Give you a little soul. Yeah, so Star Noir, book two. It's on Kickstarter right now. It's live. It's almost halfway funded. Uh, go check it out. You can read the first nine pages of book one to get a sense of the story and the artwork. The second book is even more amazing. Uh, everybody who has read the first book, they have nothing but glowing praise. Uh, they, they, the, they keep saying it's very immersive. Uh, and and uh, that's sort of the, the goal that we've been uh, trying to get after with uh, each of these books. Uh, so if you like uh, L.A. Noir, if you like The X-Files, uh, you'll just eat this right up. Uh, so come check us out on Kickstarter. And at Comic-Con. Right. And at Comic-Con, yes. At Comic-Con, waiting to meet you guys. And um, again, guys, thank you for tuning in for Nerds of the Round. This has been, um, you know, another Nerdy Tuesday. This has been your boy, Sebastian. I feel like you. I feel like you tried. You you were waiting for something, weren't you? I was waiting waiting. for something. You were waiting. You played tough from across the hall. (laughs) (laughs) Please be Max. See you guys next week for Gen V. And thank you, Tony, for joining. Yeah. Thank you for having me again. Make sure to put out cookies for the Funkadactyls because they need it. Here we go. Playing that beautiful beat music. Don't be so done that his outros is just (laughs) literally (laughs) all one word syllable. Get funky. Get nerdy. Get nerdy with it. Fun. Why are you the way that you are?